0: Back listening again with me this week. But guess what? I got somebody special in the studio with me. And you can't guess who she is, but I'll let her introduce herself.
1: Hey everybody, it's Sharon. And yes, Simply Us is here this Friday. Simply Us is back.
0: Simply Us is back. It's so good to have my lovely, lovely wife back with us in the studio. Um, And we've been talking individually and privately about marriage and the need for marriage education and uh if there's any way that we can help people in that area we want to so today and you know i've been talking about the the mistress i've been talking about the uh holy mistress okay which is anything that causes a man or a woman to be drawn away from their first love And that's their spouse, Uh, anything, whether it be another man, another woman, whether it be money, whether it be the church, whether it be their business, Mm -hmm. whatever little idol it is that can draw them away but can can become a holy mistress. It's Mm -hmm. like you're doing the right thing, but that right thing is pulling you in the wrong direction because you're just doing, (laughs) you're overcompensating Mm -hmm. and overdoing. So today I wanted to, Sweetheart, take a, a page out of uh, Ephesians chapter 5, and I thought that you and I could discuss it in light of our own marriage, um, and I think it would bless the body of Christ as a whole.
1: Okay.
0: So um, let's look at Ephesians five twenty two, And I, I just want to pray this prayer uh, for everybody out there. We just pray that for those of you who are listening That this would encourage you, that this would be a moment of impartation, that this would help you, aid you, abet you, that this would fill you anew with the precious Holy Ghost and the power of God in your life. That it would restore and replenish your marriages and relationships and that it would bring us into perfect alignment with the will of God for our lives. And Lord, we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. So the first one, Ephesians 5.22 says, wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. And in our relationship, how do you feel, how does that word submit mean to you in our relationship?
1: Okay, in our relationship, it's very simple for me. The word submit means to honor you. It means to um, defer to you. Because God made the man as the head of the house, as the head of the wife. That's what the scripture says. It's not to lord over me. It's not to be abusive verbally or physically to me. But God made the man to be the head because woman was created out of the rib. So with that, it's already understood that a woman should defer to her husband as the head of the home and not usurp authority over him as if she's the man.
0: And and I... I love that not because of the stance that it puts me in, but because of the fact that you understand your role, but that also uh, should come the other way and, and let me let me read verse 23 and and, I, and I'll get back to what I need to say. Can I just say yeah one thing? sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Also when you understand who you are as a woman mm-hmm. you know as a lady. And I'm going to say this, and it may rub some people the wrong way, but if you really stop and process it and really think about it, okay, a woman is anybody that has breasts. Let, I'll just say that. You know, long hair, short hair, that's a woman. Mm-hmm. But a lady is someone who knows who she is at all times in any circumstance, in any arena, and she conducts herself as such. So there is a difference between being a woman and mm-hmm. a lady.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. All right. And I, I'm sure you all understand that. And don't forget the sexual organ. That, that well, I, I, did.
1: I chose not to say that. I, just, <laughs> you, I chose not to go that deep with
0: it. All right. But we get, the, we get the point. There's a difference between a lady and a woman. And when you talked about abuse, that abuse also is not just physical and mental, but it's also emotional abuse. Yes. Spiritual abuse. And there was one other one that we didn't hit, but I, I'll think of it before the, the broadcast or the podcast is mm-hmm. over. And it simply says, and you already alluded to this, verse 23, because the husband is the head of the wife and also Christ is the head of the church. He himself being the savior of the body. And I think that men need to understand why you all pay that deference to us because the man is the head of the wife as also Christ is the head of the church. But when you look at Christ as the head of the church, he was the suffering servant.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So then a man gets that deference not just because he's a man, but because he's a suffering servant because he understands the role of Christ in the body mm-hmm. and in the in the Bible that without Christ we can do absolutely nothing. nothing. Yes. And so his death, his burial, his resurrection, his uh, 30 years of mm-hmm. of just uh a complete silence mm-hmm. before he came on the scene to begin his public ministry. Just waiting for the time for God to move in his life. So there's something about this suffering servant. Not only was he patient, mm-hmm. not only was he godly, kind, full of grace, full of truth, but he also loved the Father. Mm-hmm. He had such a relationship with the Father that he didn't do anything unless the Father told him to do it. Mm-hmm. Whereas In a relationship between you and I, I shouldn't do anything to you that wouldn't be authorized, that Mm -hmm. is not authorized Mm -hmm. by the Father. Mm -hmm. So I should not harm you. Mm -hmm. I should not speak harshly to you. Mm -hmm. I should not talk craziness Mm -hmm. to you because those kinds of things would not be authorized by the Father. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't lay hands on you physically Mm -hmm. because those kinds of things would not be authorized by the Father. So I should honor you, the Bible says, as the weaker vessel, mm-hmm. not being weak in stature because mm-hmm. he created them both male and female. And he gave us all the power to be fruitful, to multiply, mm-hmm. to replenish and subdue. And we'll, we'll talk about that a whole nother, nother time. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that the man understands that she should be cherished. She mm-hmm. should be honored. Mm-hmm. She should be loved. and then, And that's why it says, as the weaker vessel, okay? Not that she is a weaker vessel, Mm -hmm. but as a weaker vessel. Right,
1: and also on that note, we understand that that is not to say that the woman cannot be a businesswoman. That is not to say she cannot be a judge or have a lucrative um, entrepreneurial business. She is still who God created her to be, and she can be a judge, she can be a doctor, a lawyer, but she still understands that her role as a lady in a marriage, she should defer to her husband. Because, I mean, yeah, women have had to get to this point where they have had to do things that men typically would do, you know, in the, in the former years. But it wasn't designed. Our bodies are not designed like that typically. So we need to understand how we're anatomically designed. You know, we're not designed to live two-by-four planks. We're not designed to be drilling holes in the ground. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Our bodies are not anatomically set up for that by God. So we need to understand, you know, all those things come into play. And as I said earlier, when we know who we are, it doesn't matter. You can defer to your husband and it doesn't make you feel less than. It doesn't make you feel, you know, like you're being subservient or he's lording over you. You understand the dyna- the dynamics of the role. Exactly.
0: And and even, even if the woman is... Uh, mechanically inclined. Those women that are mechanically
1: inclined. I mean, no, no. They are, but mm-hmm. typically mm-hmm. our bodies were not designed for that heavy lifting. I mean, okay. yeah, if you go yeah. in the gym and lift weights and strengthen your body, of course you can do some things. Mm-hmm. But typically, a woman's body, anatomically speaking, is very different from how a man's body is and, that's, anatomically.
0: That's true. That is definitely true. Um, the, verse 24 but as the church submits to Christ, so also should wives submit to their husbands in everything. And we talked about that already. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to get to verse 25. Husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church. And that's what I was alluding to earlier. Mm-hmm. We must love the wife, husbands who are listening to me, boyfriends who want to be married. You mm-hmm. have to learn to love your wife so much that you would die for her. And it's not just a physical death we're talking about. Yeah, you can take a bullet for your wife, yeah, that's on a whole nother plane, but we're talking about die of your personal desires, die Mm -hmm. of your personal needs, Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, you're supposed to meet her needs. I always talk about this because Mm -hmm. men want to be kings, and I tell men, if you want to be a king, a king is a servant. Exactly. A king is the chief servant of them all. He makes sure that the infrastructure is right, that the tax system is right. If there's an enemy attacking us, they look to the king to mm-hmm. defend the city. To give, it, direction, to give direction and order. If, if the government's not right, whatever's going on that's incorrect mm-hmm. in the city, they look to him. Mm-hmm. You set up the infrastructure of the city, not just the streets and the layout, but the governmental mm-hmm. systems. You're chief servant of them all. And these people who are employed by you ought to take on your attitude mm-hmm. because they're an extension of you. Mm-hmm. They're servants of the kingdom mm-hmm. of the king.
1: And in addition to that, as a queen, and as you use the analogy of a king, the queen is to be the helpmate to the king. So as the king treats her accordingly, it's no problem for the queen to submit and treat her husband like a king should be treated. Mm-hmm. But also... The king has to keep in mind, as you do with me, that we do have a voice. We do have opinions. We do have something to add to the equation. Mm-hmm. So some things that men see the bigger picture, but women see the small details. So as you're governing your kingdom, so to speak, then we see things that if we don't fill in this hole right here, if we don't you know, tackle this gap, then the kingdom could possibly implode or collapse. Okay. And so that's how a queen helps her king. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't mind doing that when she's treated properly. When she knows that she's loved, when she knows that she's protected, when she knows that she's provided for. And you still have your job. You still have the life that that you live, the purpose for which you were created in the earth. You know, your employment. But when you come home, if there should be, you know, a difference in how you may have to carry yourself or interact on your job with your peers or colleagues. Mm -hmm. When you come home, then you need to take off the job hat and put on the wife hat. Mm -hmm. And there is a difference. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing with a man. When, it, when you come home, you may be uh, bossing everybody around, but when you come home, you need to let that go and realize that you're not in the house to boss your wife around. You're in the house to develop a synergistic relationship with your wife that shows her that you love her and that there's there's a security in you, a covering in you, that you want to cover her, that you want to protect her. So I always say this to... to husbands, guys who really want to do this thing right. You need to be prophet, priest, king, protector, prophet, priest, king, protector, and
1: provider. And,
0: provider. and so the, the, the prophet has a vision for the future. He hears the heart and the mind of God. The priest worships God. When we worship God, God inhabits the praises of his saints. He sits with us. He talks with us and he helps us defeat the spiritual enemies that we deal with every day Um, when you're um, when you're the provider you are making sure that the needs of the home are met even if you stay home and the wife is working that doesn't mean you stay home and just lay around the house all day (laughs) no you you need to be doing something there needs to be if you can cook cook I can cook I cook well
1: Mm -hmm. Um, as a matter
0: matter of fact (laughs) I do uh, the bulk of the cooking now, and you do... The bulk of the cleaning. She does the bulk <laughs> of the cleaning. so it, it's And
1: that works for us. And
0: that works yeah. for us. So you have to find out what your roles are. It's not a male role and a female role. It's what is your role. What do you do best? If your wife cuts grass better than you, then leave it alone. Get away from the lawnmower <laughs> and go yourself someplace else. Get your rake and rake up the grass or whatever. But <laughs> allow each of us to to prosper or to excel mm-hmm. in our respective roles, and then you merge that thing together synergistically, mm-hmm. making sure that everything in the house that needs to be covered, mm-hmm. or in your apartment that needs to be covered, gets covered. So I said, "What I said, prophet, priest,
1: protector, provider,
0: protector. You protect your wife, provider. And uh, there was one, one prophet,
1: of, priest, king, protector, provider. Oh, the,
0: the king. Mm-hmm. And we talked about the king already." Mm-hmm so that's uh important mm-hmm. those things are important that we make sure that we take on those things and one other thing i want to say but go ahead okay, you go ahead. Yeah. You, you so go ahead.
1: one thing i wanted to add to that is that ladies when your husband comes home he needs to power down he's been in the throngs of corporate america or whatever he does for a living he's been in the throngs of that and and oftentimes in the time and dispensation we currently live in, that can be very stressful. So when he comes home, and this is something I had to learn. I was not really proficient in this in the first half of our marriage. But, you know, God had to deal with me and and kind of show me some things. So So the point I'm trying to make is that when he comes home, you need to give him that space. Whether he needs 15 minutes, 30 minutes, or an hour, you need to just kind of back up. And let him have that time because he needs to unwind. He needs to get off that current track that his brain is on and get onto the track of the home. Men, as my husband explains it to me, uh,
0: compartmentalize. Thank you. I
1: would get tired when I said it. Compartmentalize. And they need a, t- a moment to just decompress and just switch tracks so now they can be present in the moment of what's going on in their home. If you just kinda pounce on them as soon as they walk through the door, they're still trying to decompress, trying to, you know, compartmentalize and still trying to hear what you're saying. And oftentimes they're gonna miss it because men, they don't they're not like us. They're not multifaceted in their thinking and they can think in multiple arenas. They need to that one arena kind of you know, move that to the side and now jump into the arena of the home and what's going on here and what do I need to do. So give them that space. Don't just kind of uh, bum rush them or attack them when they first come home because you've been home or what happened on your job or whatever your situation is. Just remember that. And I promise you, if you begin to incorporate that, if you're not currently already doing it, you will get better results ask me
0: how i know <laughs> so so then verse 25 i'm hasten to get the scriptures in to make sure you guys hear the whole thing all of you are listening husbands love your wives just as christ loved the church gave himself for it and we know he gave himself physically mentally emotionally so there's a lot of sacrifice in wanting to be the king to sanctify her by cleansing her with the washing of the water uh, by the word so again uh, the act of being the priest and the prophet in the home We'll sanctify, we'll read the word together, Mm -hmm. we'll pray together, Mm -hmm. we'll be concerned about one another's needs, and we'll make sure that we repent for the house you know, not just personal repentance, but God forgive this house for its sins.
1: That's where the priest comes in. That's
0: where the priest comes in, so that he may present the church to himself as glorious, not having stain or wrinkle or any such blemish, but holy and blameless. That's why I always say to the man, um, when the woman is looking haggard and looking crazy, that's not a glorious representation. Mm-mm. That's that's not God's design for her. She mm-hmm. shouldn't look beat up and distressed, and uh, and he you look like double seven James Bond, shaking down stirred, and she come in looking like Cinderella. That's that's not working.
1: Yeah, but that's a reflection, also, man. That is how how, how your wife presents herself. That is an, a reflection of you. And so that's telling. So if you're not really in tune with your wife and she always looks stressed out, haggard, not well put together, that is a big telltale sign of how you're treating her and how you're dealing with her behind closed doors. And you need to get it together.
0: So so that, so that, and I need to deflect just a little bit, but so that Jesus may uh, present the church to himself as glorious, not having a stain or wrinkle or any such blemish, but holy and blameless in the same way Husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. And that's, I kind of jumped ahead, but that's the scripture that we were just alluding to. For no one ever has ever hated his own body, but he feeds it and takes care of it. Just as Christ also does the church for we are members of his body. And, and we just got to remember that, you know, we just got to remember that. Love your wife, guys. Mm -hmm. Love your wife as Christ. Love the church. Make the sacrifice. If someone doesn't make a sacrifice, it's you. I remember when we were young and sometimes there was maybe a scarcity of food in the house. My father made the sacrifice. Mm -hmm. He was the one that made sure that everybody ate and then he'd eat whatever was left over. So we have to. I know some guys. That's what a
1: provider um, and protector does.
0: That's what a provider (laughs) and protector does. I know some guys don't, you know, and they're not feeling that. You listen to me saying, you a fool. I'm going to eat my food, but let me tell you something.
1: <laughs> and then when you want something from your wife and she doesn't give it to you because you, you didn't properly cover her and protect her, then don't get mad with her.
0: Okay, well, that is that. So I'm move on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm just saying. It's, I heard it's, it. it's real. It's real. It's real. It's real.
0: <laughs> it's real. And she
1: don't want to be bothered with you because she doesn't feel love properly covered, and protected, and provided for because you're selfish. That's not nice. It's not right.
0: It's not right. So in a marriage, and that's a good term, in a marriage, um, the husband and the wife need to be selfless rather than selfish. And you and I have always talked about mm-hmm. this. The act of being selfless is practicing out loving each other. Right. It's practicing proper communication. Right. It's practicing meeting the needs of the other individual. Mm-hmm. These kinds of things help to bring fruit in the marriage. Mm-hmm. Compliments rather than uh, criticism help to build the marriage. Mm-hmm. It helps to invest in the marriage. The more we can say good about our spouse, yes. the more the marriage begins to be fruitful. Because those are the seeds we're planting. Mm-hmm. All right? Well, we're, we're coming down to a day, and, and I think we've shared uh, enough. I, I think the, the scripture kind of speaks for itself. I'm going to read verse 31. For this reason, a man shall leave his mother and father, father and mother, and will be joined to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. Thank you, wifey, for these 34-plus years of us being one.
1: You're welcome, husband. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, husband, as I like to call you.
0: (laughs) And uh, we're going to close out here, and I just want you to know that you have been listening to the Kingdom Influencing Influencing
1: Podcast. Podcast. Simply Us.
0: That's right, Simply Us. Hope you've enjoyed it. I hope this has helped you. I hope this will build your marriage. Uh, We'll see you next week. And remember, go and influence the nations. nations. God bless. Peace.